This is episode 74 of the Popcast. This is the Popcast. Welcome to the Popcast, a weekly podcast all about pop culture in three regular segments. We're your hosts, Josh and Maureen Goldman. Pregnant pause to begin the podcast this week. Sorry about that. thought Maureen was going to speak first, but I will speak first. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking. Sorry. So Maureen, we have officially moved. We're in a new location. Still sitting on the floor, though, after moving. We are. We are in our new family room. We have a fireplace now. It's very exciting. So we're sitting next to the fireplace or near the fireplace. We're also sitting next to our Christmas tree, which we just got today. Yes. It was an ordeal. And it's decorated. The lights are on. It's very nice. Aren't you glad we got one now? I am. Um, yeah, I was. I was pretty hesitant, resistant, hesitant, not resistant to going to get a tree. Josh threw a hissy in the car. I did. You know, it's just one of those things where I wanted it to be special, and we ended up getting a very special tree that that Caleb picked out Caleb for us. Caleb thought it was special. He got a candy cane in the car. He did. He thought the whole thing was joyful. Maureen, moving, not so fun, but I'm glad that we are in our new house. Guys, we're never moving again, ever. Visit it's, us here when we're ninety. We didn't even do the moving ourselves, like we hired movers, but man, the whole process was just... The packing and the unpacking, and we're not even moving that far. We moved like 20 minutes. Yeah, it's not that far. It's embarrassing, actually. Maybe we shouldn't be talking about this. This is embarrassing (laughs) for us. People are like, we move cross-country like every three years. I don't don't know. I think no matter the distance you move, no one's going to like moving. I think that's just a fact of life. It's very jarring. That's true. Yeah. Well, I love our new house. So far, so good. We had a little heating issue the first two nights we were here. It was freezing upstairs oh my in our gosh. house. It was like 64, 63 degrees in our room. It got down to 62, which, you know, is chilly. It's like camping. I kept Googling, you know, like upstairs is cold, downstairs is hot. And Google kept trying to autocorrect saying, did you mean upstairs is hot and downstairs is cold? Because, you know, heat rises. But we were able to speak with the previous owners. Maureen spoke with them, and they they hooked us up with the secret. So we're still trying to get it right, but it's definitely warmer. Maureen, this is our last episode of 2019, and we've done 46 episodes, including this one. So I wanted to ask you, do you have a favorite that we did this year? I have a couple, and I'll throw them out to you, see if you remember doing these. No, no, wait. Before you drag my memory, okay. let me see what I think just off the cuff. I really liked... I really liked the recent Christmas songs one. I was going to say the I same thought thing. That was, that was really fun. I really liked the Mighty Ducks one. Yeah, I was going to say that one too. The Critically Panned. Sister-in-law. That was really fun. Yeah. I liked the Halloween candy rankings. That was fun. That was uh, on, on the road. Yeah, that was hilarious. On the way back from Michelle's wedding. One of my other favorites that we did this year was I really liked doing the deep dive into Avengers Endgame when we had Zach on the podcast. I thought that was really fun because that was the only time we've talked about marvel or anything that you've participated yeah so i thought that was really fun and i also really liked when we did the instituted the first time series and we watched yeah. a few good men because i was you know, i was still... into that movie yeah, i really I liked it we haven't done that one we since. hated you hated clueless though clueless yeah is a and even you said eh, it's okay i know so we need to find another one to, to watch again there but yeah i think we had some really fun episodes but i do agree the christmas songs one was one of my favorites i thought that was just a really fun time I yeah, hope our Halloween listeners candy. Enjoyed it. Yeah. The Halloween candy. And we got so much so much feedback on that one. Yeah. That that was really fun. Yeah. Well, thank you to everybody for listening this year. We just have a very quick snack bag this week, and then we're just going to talk about some of our favorite things from 2019 in the world of pop culture. So the only snack bag topic I wanted to cover this week was that there two there were two new movies that opened this weekend. We had Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, and we had Cats. And neither of them were, you know, like critically acclaimed. Star Wars, I think, has something like a 57% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is technically considered rotten. 
And Cats has something like a 17%. Oh my gosh. I, I have not seen either yet, but what I will say is that I read a bunch of the reviews for Cats, and if you're looking for a good time or a way to pass the time, just go read the reviews. People were very, very critical about the movie, and the audience reaction was not much better. It made $6.5 million. The budget for the movie was $100 million. I don't know why. Maybe because they had a CGI. I'm surprised more people aren't seeing this just to see it, because I want to see it because... As my friend Alex said, it's awful amazing. I think that the the critics have been so negative about it that they just said, it's not even so bad, it's good. It's just so bad. Like, I don't know if you were familiar with the- But there's so many famous people in it. There's so many famous people. But maybe if you're familiar with the source material, the actual musical. Yes. I'm not. So I don't know if I would enjoy it more or less because the of The Broadway that. musical, I love it. I love it with professional dancers. I think it's beautiful. But it's so weird. It is. It's more abstract. But like when you have like beautiful balletic dancers and the makeup and costumes, it, I, I really like cats. So Andrew Lloyd Webber was interviewed, you know, soon after the, the musical came out on Broadway. And they said, so, you know, what is this about? Does it have a metaphor? You know, and he said, no, it's just about cats. Yeah. Like, there's really nothing more to it. I think the problem with this movie is going to be that they tried to make it more than that. They tried to make it into a story, and really yeah. it's just a series of songs. Yeah. Speaking of cats. I was just looking at it. Our cat is... We're on the floor, and Oliver is in this like plush leather armchair. The only chair we have in our family room right now until our couch arrives. We have a kitchen chair in here. We have a kitchen chair. That's true. Not super comfortable. All right, Maureen. The other thing was that Star Wars made $175.5 million, which seems like an incredible amount of money, except that... It is not it's only unfortunate the, that cats for cats that they opened the same weekend as it, Star Wars. But it's not only the the lowest critically acclaimed Star Wars movie since The Phantom Menace, which is episode one, which got absolutely was that with Hayden Christensen. No, that was that was the very first one with Jake Lloyd as little Anakin Skywalker. So um, like when he was a kid. I don't even remember that one. He did the pod racing. You remember that? Barely. Okay. Well, that's not a great movie. So it opened to much less than I think Disney had hoped. I think they'd hoped for closer to $200 million. I mean, $175 million is a lot, but I think that they were hoping that since this was the last one in the Skywalker saga, you know, Mike and I talked last week about that, that they thought it might bring in more money. It just didn't. So I guess kind of a failure for Star Wars. I haven't seen it yet. I wouldn't call $175 million a failure. Well, compared to the other ones, you know, it's not as good. It's not a failure for sure, but it's, but it's also the week before Christmas. I think that it will certainly continue to be, you know, seen by a lot of people at over the Christmas holiday. So they, they open at a good time, but I think it wasn't kind of what people expected as a finale. Should we talk about some of our favorite things in pop culture from 2019? Yeah, let's do it. So I've been keeping a list of movies and TV shows that I've watched this year. And I, I was looking back at the list and I haven't seen as many movies as I thought I had. I have seen 27 movies. Most of them, I'd say 20 of them, are ones that came out this year. A couple are, came out. You've only seen 27 movies total or in theaters? Total. I, Did I you just, count like A Few Good Men and Clueless in there? I was I, I was counting movies that I had not seen before. So if I'd seen them, so Clueless is on here. Hmm. A Few Good Men is not because okay. I'd seen it before. So movies that I'd seen for the first time. And I would say about 20 of them were either in theaters or new movies. Like last night I watched Marriage Story, which is on Netflix. How was it? It was good. Was I it liked sad? It. It's definitely sad. Would it's I one hate of those, it? It's one of those movies that is just, it gives you a sad feeling throughout. Yeah, I hate that. I literally hate that. It was very well done. And I enjoyed 
the performances and I thought it was well written, but it was one of those movies that was just like, it's just a sad subject. I mean, these two people who are together and they're in the process of getting a divorce and they have a kid. And so it's just very sad. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it's been so well received because a lot of people in the world have experiences, whether they are children of divorce or they are divorced themselves. And so I think that they react to that subject matter. So anyway, but so I'm counting movies that I've seen this year for the first time. I'd say a handful came out at the end of last year. Like I saw Free Solo and Mary Poppins. I saw those this year, even though they came out last year. And then there were a couple that I'd never seen before, like Pulp Fiction. And I finally watched that and and a couple others that are just from the, the past. So I was looking at my list and I was trying to figure out what my favorite movie was this year. And I guess I'd have to say that the one I enjoyed seeing the most is a tie between and this is just for pure entertainment, but I really liked Avengers Endgame and I really liked Knives Out. So those are the hmm. two that I really enjoyed the most. The only common denominator there is Chris Evans is in both of them. Mm-hmm. But I think the one that was the best in terms of like the execution of the story and the performances and sort of the direction, cinematography, all of it put together, I think that that would have to go to Parasite, which is the South Korean film that is going to be a major awards contender this this coming Oscar season. So it's sort of like I, I talked about it as one of my as a teaser one week. It's sort of like a thriller ish movie, but it really is sort of like class struggle film. And, you know, it's entirely set in South Korea. It's got subtitles. So if that's not your thing, I don't think you'd enjoy it. But I think that's probably the best movie that I've seen so far this year. And that being said, I think I changed my favorite movie from 2018 after I saw a couple in 2019. So if I see a couple of the other ones that have been released this year, that could be subject to change. Maureen, did you have a favorite movie that you saw for the first time this year? So not surprisingly, I do not have a list of all of the movies that I've seen. I'm I'm honestly trying to remember like anything that stuck out as like loved it. I can tell you the one that immediately jumped to my mind is hated it was that stupid murder mystery yep. with Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler from Netflix that I was like, this is so bad. You want to know what's funny? It's it's called Murder Mystery. Okay. Well, you remember the title. I was going to say was that, was, that was one of my least favorites as well. It was fine, but it was just like nothing special. I mean, I liked Avengers, but it wasn't like, oh, like I really enjoy those movies, but I'm never like, oh my gosh, I want to watch them 10,000 times. So you'll save your favorite movie from 2019 for after you see Little Women. It's not even out yet. No, comes out I on Christmas. I don't even care. I mean, I, I want to see Little Women, but I don't care. I also find Little Women very sad. Josh has never seen it. Oh, you saw the play. I saw the play. I'm just, I just remember back to the original movie. Maybe it's Which the is original. not the original. Yeah, no. I was going to say the original from when I was growing up. 1994. With Claire Danes and Winona Ryder. There was one like in the 40s and the 60s. It was so it's it's like, like a, a Star, Star is Born. Born. Yeah. <gasps> was Star is Born this year? No, that was last year. Oh, because I loved that movie. Yeah. Okay, so did you like, let me, th- let me read yeah, some read of the some ones of that the you've ones seen. Yeah, read some of the ones you saw. No, that you've seen as well. Okay, so we saw, I know we saw together Avengers Endgame. We saw Isn't It Romantic? That was the one with Rebel Wilson where she was in a real life romantic comedy. Remember that? Yeah, one? it was dumb. We saw Always Be My Maybe. That was cute. On Netflix. We saw Murder Mystery. No. <laughs> Spider-Man Far From Home. We eh. saw Yesterday. I liked Yesterday a lot. We saw Long Shot, the one with Charlize Theron and Seth Rogen. I thought yeah. that was pretty funny. That was funny, but stupid. We saw Late Night. Not good. We saw Britney Runs a Marathon. I liked that one. And I think that's all we've seen together. That doesn't seem right. Maybe I'm missing some of these. Well, you, I let you go to the movies a lot alone because yeah. I'm amazing. Yeah. 
It's pretty great. All right. Well, anyway, you can table your thoughts. I'd say yesterday. Okay. Of the ones you can remember that you've seen. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to favorite TV shows for this year. So last year I broke this into favorite returning TV show and favorite new TV show that you saw for the first time and one that came out in, in 2019. So I'll start by saying my favorite returning TV show was a tie between Fleabag season two and Stranger Things season three. They're totally different. I watched neither of those for the record. But you know, I was sort of so-so on Fleabag season one. I was, was like, it was okay. I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast at all, but I just thought season two was really, really well done. I think Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who created the show, who stars in it, she's just so confident in what she's doing. And I thought the storyline of season two was really great. And I just really liked it. And then Stranger Things season three, you know, I really liked the first season of that show. It's a Netflix show. The second season was okay. But the third season, I think, got back to the roots of what made the show so exciting and interesting. I think the performances are really good. I just was entertained the whole time I was watching it. Maureen, did you have a favorite returning show that you watched? Yeah, I have two. Uh, a Million Little Things, which is... The most depressing the show The most ever. depressing. Like, literally, something. there's something always going wrong. If it's not with a person, it's with a pet. But I really like the cast, and I really like the dynamic they have. And you kept up Even with though it, it's, like, highly unrealistic. Yeah, I have kept up with it. Which I I tend to quit things that do not like, like I will read half of a novel and then literally put it down and never care. (laughs) Like I I don't even wonder what happens. When we moved, we had 18 episodes of This Is Us on our DVR. Yeah, we're so far behind. Yeah, like, but I didn't care. Like It just became uninteresting. Yeah. You know what I said is there's just so much out there. It's hard to, it's just like too much to waste time. a million things. Yeah, but a million little things that you watch. <laughs> anyway, okay, so a million little things I really liked and Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, oh, season three. Season three, okay. We you know started off a little rocky, but now is, you're into it. I'm into it. You know what show we started that had it season three, but we never really got back into it was Glow. That was that came out earlier this year, season three, and, and we yeah, just we sort didn't. of stopped Okay, wait, no, I have my favorite. I don't know when this actually came out, though, but I just okay. watched it on Netflix, Working Moms, season three. End yeah. of season two, beginning of season three. Amazing. I think it was probably released on Netflix this year, the the season three. I I like plowed through it. It was so good. Did you have a favorite new show from this year, the one that Mm -hmm. premiered? Anything you can think of? I think my favorite new show I talked about on the podcast was the HBO miniseries Chernobyl. Mm, Yeah. It was just super, super well done. It's very dark subject matter, but it's it's just was so well done. I just loved it. I don't think I have anything new. Okay. Okay. So the, you know, we don't listen to a ton of new music. We don't read a ton of books. I certainly don't read a ton of books, but I did read one that came out earlier this year that I I just thought I would recommend. It's by a guy named Blake Crouch. He wrote a book called Dark Matter, which was, I think, released in 2016. And then he wrote a series called Wayward Pines, which was made into a Fox show. But his new book is called Recursion, and it came out earlier this year. I think it came out in June. And the book is just super fascinating. It's, It's about how we perceive memory and how we can sort of grapple with the idea that memories are our best tied to the past, but they're inherently, you know, flawed. And it was just a really, the, the novel like took a turn that I didn't expect it to take. And after I got like 50 or 60 pages in, it was one of those that I just couldn't put down. And I don't have a ton of those. So if you haven't read Recursion and you're sort of into like futuristic, it's not sci-fi exactly, but I really like that came out this year. 
Maureen, did you read any books that you would recommend? It doesn't necessarily have to be from this year. Yeah, I did. Okay. I would recommend Oh Crap Potty Training. This is not even a joke. If you have to potty train your kid anytime in the next year, you need to get this book. I listened to it on the audiobook free from the library through my app. And it literally gives you a step-by-step plan as to how to potty train your kid. And the author is really funny and it worked and I recommend it. Can I ask the narrator of the audiobook? Was was she, not was, the author. No, no. But was, she, was that person trying to be like humorous? Were they trying? No, to- you could tell in fact that the narrator was not humorous. And so when she was reading some of the humorous things, you could tell like she was like. Uncomfortable sort yeah, of delivering little, it. Which made it better, I yeah, thought. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it was really informative. And I spent the first half of the year, I I was doing a Bible in a year program and it took me a year and a half, but I finished it. But so you read the whole Bible? Through June. Yeah. And then I'm sure I like started and stopped a million books. But yeah, yeah the, the potty training one, honestly, if you need, if that's something you need in your life right now, get it, get that book. I will say that if anybody has books that they really love, please send them our way because neither Maureen and I read probably as much as we should, but I really like just like fascinating, interesting books that are like page turners. Those are my favorite kind of books. And if you have any that you would recommend, just let us know. That'd be great. All right, Maureen, I think that will wrap up this podcast for this week and for this year and for this decade. Thank you all for listening. Thank you guys so much for listening, especially our regular listeners. For this decade? That's insane. Well, you know what? It's funny because I was at work and I mentioned, oh, you know, like this is the last meeting of the decade and someone, you know, everybody started like chuckling because it was a hilarious comment. But this guy turned to me and he was like, no. The decade doesn't actually end until the end of next year. So I no, did a little Googling. Annoying. I did no. a little Googling and technically it could be either, but it's typically most recognized that the decade ends sort of on, on the, the nine. nine. And then once you get to the zero, yeah. that you're in the new decade. And if you think about it, that would mean that people would argue that the millennium didn't end until 2001, when in fact it really did end in 1999 going into 2000. Yes. So come on. anyway, this is our last podcast of the year of the decade and we are excited to return in 2020 our first episode back i think will be the golden globe recap the freshly popped golden globe reactions podcast don't know if morning will be joining me but i will certainly be giving my thoughts on the golden globes and the show itself and no teasers this week since we just gave sort of a bunch of them that we liked from this year but spend some time with family over the holidays and you know relax if you can and we look <laughs> if forward- you don't have a toddler please do some relaxing yeah we look forward to talking to you in 2020 you can leave us feedback comments or questions on each episode by going to vernacularpodcast.com slash poppedcast we would love to hear from you you can also reach us by emailing the poppedcast at vernacularpodcast.com please also subscribe rate and review our show on your podcast app of choice so you don't miss an episode we'll be back next week as always sitting cross-legged on our bedroom floor with a brand new episode bye everybody bye next to your furnace in some houses there are different ducts that go different places this like vent goes to like heat the lower two levels and this tube over here goes to heat the upper levels and there's you can open and close them to your liking so this has been home improvement with maureen (laughs) i hope that made sense so anyway we're currently figuring it out but i really thought our house was gonna be broken i was like we can't we can't i can't move move right back out